Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Teb's Talks, the premier useless podcast. And <clears throat> I woke up early today because I had kind of a bizarre dream where uh, we were, like, visiting my sister's place. And I just had to go to the bathroom, but every bathroom was, like, taken. And then there was this weird light Christmas show. I don't know. I can't remember all the details, and I'm sure you don't really care about the details, but let me tell you about probably the weirdest dream I've ever had in my life. Now, we can all agree that when somebody's like, hey, I gotta tell you about this dream I had, most of the time we don't care. I actually find dreams fascinating, so I actually kind of like to listen to people's dreams. But this one, I feel like, by far, takes the, that was a bizarre dream cake, right? Okay, so it happened when I was really young, like, at least below the age of eight. And I would have this dream where I'd get kidnapped, and I'd be held in, like, a prison cell or something similar, and people I knew, like, people in my neighborhood, friends and family, they would all try to, like, come and break me out of... This little prison cell I was in after I get was getting kidnapped. Now, that sounds fairly normal, but... My kidnapper was a cartoon armadillo. Right? Like, think of... Think of, like, uh, how can I describe this best to get it... I don't know, you know the game Banjo and Tui? Banjo-Kazooie? No? I don't think that's the right game, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Anyway, cartoon armadillo would kidnap me. And the thing was, is he would always roll up into a ball. This is how I knew he was an armadillo. And at the time, I thought armadillos were pretty cool. Except for they were turning on me in my dreams. So, that's sucky. But anyway, cartoon armadillo, he would always roll into like a ball and disguise himself as something. So, people would be like, trying to break me out in various ways. And... I'd be like, no, no, like, the, the, he's right there. He's, he's the globe, right? I remember one time distinctly, he rolled up into a ball and disguised himself as a globe. And nobody would ever, like, believe me until, bam, out pops this cartoon armadillo, and he'd kill everybody! Everybody would die in my dreams. So then I'd be left alone with this creepy cartoon armadillo thing, right? And this dream happened more than once. It was a recurring dream. Not every night, but it happened for a while. You know, sporadically, you know, one night here, one night there, I'd have this dream where this effing cartoon armadillo would kidnap me and here here comes the brigade. The brigade. Oh my gosh. The brigade. And every time I'm like, it's gonna be futile. You're all gonna end up dead because this cartoon armadillo's gonna disguise himself as like a freaking bowling ball. And while we're trying to zip line our way out of whatever place we're hiding in, he's gonna pop out and then he's gonna kill everybody. I knew it would happen. And it sucked. It was a sucky, weird dream. And I hate that stupid little cartoon armadillo. If I ever meet him, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna beat him up. But. Eventually, I grew out of that dream, right? 
I stopped having it. I couldn't, I couldn't remember how long it had been since I had it. And then one day, I'm at my friend's house. And I notice he has, like, a shirt lying on his bed. And guess what's on the shirt? Guess what cartoon-looking animal is on that shirt? That's right. It had armadillos on it. And they were like, you know, that shirt paint. So obviously they looked kind of cartoon-esque. And guess what dream I had that night? That's right. I had the effing cartoon armadillo dream. And that little piece of junk ended up killing everybody again. (laughs) I don't know why everybody died in my dreams. It's a little dark. I was a kid. I was below the age of eight. I'm having dreams where this armadillo's killing everybody. I don't think I ever remember actively seeing him kill people. And just, that was the, I guess the idea that happened in my subconscious was everybody died. But, man, like, dreams, I think, are so cool. I think the concept of, you know, you're asleep and your subconscious kind of takes over and creates this vivid story... Sometimes they feel so real. Sometimes um, there's lucid dreaming, right? Where you can control your dream. I've had that. Um, My friend one time was like, hey, I'm going to get into lucid dreaming. And he was doing all this, like, research into it. We were maybe in junior high. You know, you'd be like, yeah, I read this on the internet that if you do this, uh, you can... You can practice lucid dreaming. So what we did is, like, we set alarms at, you know, 3 or 4 in the morning. And the alarm would wake you up. And then you'd fall right back asleep. But it was supposed to get you in this state where you dream more. And I ended up dreaming more. And I ended up actually having a lucid dream where I knew I was dreaming and could control things. I remember in one... Um, about that time I was trying to practice lucid dreaming, I was also trying to do, or I wanted to learn how to do backflips. So I was like, hey, if I can just lucid dream and learn how to do a backflip in my dream, that'll translate over into real life. Well, I remember one time I recognized I was in a dream. I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to try a backflip. And I jump and like I'm rotating back. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to hurt. I don't know how to do a backflip. And I kind of lost control in the dream. And I mean, it didn't hurt. It was a dream, right? But I lost control of the dream after that. And I think I woke up. But now, I think that residual ability to recognize and when I was practicing lucid dreaming, I I feel like that's transferred over. Because I I can tell when I'm in a dream. I can tell when I'm dreaming. So often, you know, to this day, I'll be in a dream and I'll be like, oh, I mean, I'm dreaming, so whatever. Oh, this four-way stop is a mess. Learn how to do a four-way stop, people. It's not that hard. Gosh. And my wife is like, she she can't. She can never recognize that she's in a dream. But so often, I'll be like, yeah, I was, I was dreaming. I was having this dream. And then I recognize, like, oh, wait, I'm in a dream. Like, there will be times when I'll be having a dream be like where's my wife like why isn't my wife here and then you know I either wake up because I'm not with my wife or my wife then enters the dream so I think lucid dreaming and controlling your dreaming 
I, I don't see if there's, I don't think there's a benefit in being able to control your dreams. And I don't think it's healthy trying to actively wake up at 4 a.m. just so you can fall back asleep just to try and lucid dream. But some people have had incredibly descriptive dreams where they were in control and they were flying and then they did this and then then they did that. And I've had I've had my run-ins where I kind of get that, but I've never had complete ultimate godlike control of my dreams. Hey, that's my old boss. Now he works where I work. <laughs> Um, but I've heard, like, isn't dreaming a way where the brain is taking short-term memory and putting it into long-term memory? Oh, and they say you dream every single night. It's just remembering your dream is the, the difference. And that would make sense. You know, if you hit that deep REM sleep, um... And I forgot what the REM acronym stands for, but if you hit that deep REM sleep, I would imagine, yeah, of course you're dreaming. Why wouldn't you be dreaming? Um, every single night. Because your brain, that, that's what sleep does. And, you know, sleep takes those memories, locks them into long-term memory. I've heard if you learn something and then take a nap afterwards, then you'll remember it better. And... Sleep's one of those things where if you lose out on it, you can't you can't get it back, right? Coffee doesn't combat lost sleep. The only thing that combats the loss of sleep is more sleep. So I remember there was one weekend where I was behind on sleep and I was pretty tired. And then one day I I feel like I slept for 13 hours. And dad's like, well, yeah, I mean, if you're behind on sleep, that's the only way to get back and caught up is just sleep more. Um, so, yeah, you can go a weekend where two nights you kind of lose out on sleep and then the third night you, you know, cram session it all back. But coffee is not going to replace sleep. Um, caffeine's not going to replace sleep. Although there was a while where I would eat an apple every morning and I felt pretty energized from that because... I guess apples are a good source of morning time energy. So, I don't know. Maybe we all need more sleep and an apple a day really does keep the doctor away. We're gonna, I'm going to leave it there on this dreaming episode of Teb's Talks, the premier useless dreaming podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I'll catch you next time.